0: Hello, RP people, and welcome back to another episode of Roleplaying as Smart People, the podcast where we pretend to know what we're talking about when it comes to all things tabletop. My name is Santa, and thanks for tuning in again. And you can now see me again, because this is weird YouTube land, and we can't swear for 15 seconds, so I'm burning up 15 seconds. We're past it. Okay, guys, um, <laughs> joining me today, of course, we have <laughs> we have Scott and Finder, as always, but now we have a guest. I met him through Discord, but I've heard that uh, the others have met him mostwise Hello, Matt
1: hey how's it going
0: (laughs) oh can't complain can't complain um so before we get started i usually like to ask this question but matt how did you get involved in the tabletop hobby
1: um covid actually so (laughs) i just started during covid um like early into covid just uh got pretty bored and finally jumped into it i'd been paying attention to it since like 2015 whenever titan's grave was airing which was pre-critical role or whatever with will wheaton um it's very good if you go back and watch it's got Laura bailey and stuff but uh i've been paying attention but finally jumped into it during covid oh nice and it's taken over my entire life so
0: (laughs) (laughs) i i think we like i remember because i only found out about tabletops tabletop games like maybe about 10 years ago which sounds like a long time but i kind of my buddy came up to me, he was like, Hey, you want to try it? And I said, No, God, no. He's like, if you just come for one <laughs> session, if you don't like it, you know, you could easily just say, No, I'm not coming for the next session. That's fine. Needless to say, I'm I'm kinda still here, I guess. So I think I'm hooked. It just
1: hits all my, <laughs> wow. my itches. Like all my creative itches. It just hits yeah. every single one of them. Reading, you know, storytelling, making miniatures, terrain. Like I was I was big into board games for I've been big into board games for a long time, but tabletop RPGs has kind of taken over.
0: Nice. Well, it's definitely an addiction. I thought it would be cheap to start, but nope.
2: Nope. (laughs) No, it's not. There's no way you could be addicted to games.
0: I
1: only have four thousand files in my TTRPG folder. That's, oh, that's I know. it. <laughs>
0: no, I had to start paying for. I had to start paying for it. I'm like, I have too many PDFs. I need a, I need a Dropbox folder just to hold my games. That's it's getting sad. <laughs> but on tonight's episode, uh, we're going to have a little bit. I guess you could say it's a little bit more of a serious topic, as it's something we don't usually approach. But we're going to be talking about the benefits of mental health. And tabletop games because it definitely can have an effect, and it's something I wasn't really actually, I didn't really know, but uh, I know Matt, you had actual personal experience with it. I know, I don't know if Scott or Finder, if you guys have yourselves, but mm-hmm. Finder? Yeah, yeah. Not for me, but for yeah.
3: others,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, um, Matt, you have actually a really good story. Would you mind telling us it?
1: Yeah, so. I, the big reason I didn't get into RPGs uh, when I was watching Titans grave is because I had pretty bad social anxiety. Um, Like, you know, if you met me, you probably wouldn't know I'm that kind of person, but it, it ate me up just like finding a group or doing something like that in front of a group or God, GMing Toastmasters, stuff like that just sounded like a nightmare, a little, literal nightmare to me. And, uh, yeah, I jumped in and, and pretty quickly started jamming and yeah, that just pretty much all just kind of melted away. It was great. Like I, uh, got in jamming and was making all kinds of weird voices and making people laugh and telling stories and, and all kinds of stuff. And it's just, it's done a lot for me, uh, both, you know, like both like my mental health with like. Uh, anxiety, but you know, it, it helps teach leadership skills as well. Uh, being a GM and trying to wrangle everybody and trying to get everybody in on the same story and just kind of like talking in front of groups. And there's so many benefits that it can, I, I just think it can help a lot more people than what people really realize. Yeah. You yeah. Know I mean,
2: they're they're currently, they're, they're, go ahead. <clears throat> no, no, you go. They're currently using in modern therapy. Uh, a lot of therapists are actually using like actual Dungeons and Dragons and it, that escapism part of it really lets you communicate, right? Problems or issues mm-hmm. or concerns uh, that you can't otherwise voice, and just some of the papers are really interesting on, on what they're finding with with using gaming. Um, you know, when you can make a dragon into X, you know, thing that's bothering you, there's a lot of power in that for someone, and then you can explore that of, of why that is. So yeah, it's it's very cool, actually.
3: For me, it was all about the escapism. Like uh, when I was going through my divorce, that was so. As a Gen Xer, I grew up in, a, in an era where there was no such thing as ADHD. You were just, right. you need to have your head slapped a little bit. It's like, hey, pay attention, right? Um, so the whole mental health thing was kind of, th- there was no such thing as mental health when I was growing up. It's like, eh, you've got a problem, get over it, move on. Um, and, and so when I was going through, my divorce, that was the first time I personally ever had any real experience with anxiety. It's like, oh, this is what they're talking about. I mean, panic attacks at work where I'm like, okay, I've got to bug out. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going to be able to do this work thing today. Um, and so at that point, that's when I started gaming more frequently. I used to just game like every other week. And then I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to do a weekly game. And then there was like two weekly games plus my every other Friday game. And it... it it was amazing for me to just be able to escape. It's like, let me get out of my headspace and go kill some shit. (laughs) (laughs) No, that, that, that's That's kind of it it. for me too. Yeah, no, I I think that's
0: it for like a lot of people. Like it's not really described as much, but like talked about much on the table, but I think a lot of groups kind of get that where it's just, it's that break from reality. It's not something That's more like video games. Yeah, we could say that they can be very uh, mental when it comes to specific type, but most of the time they just kind of they shut off your brain and same with uh, same with television. Well, RPGs, it's almost like a form of um, like group therapy in a way, because you're all you're not being yourself, but you're there to talk about, you know, a whole nether world you're interacting with humans you're but you're not having those i, w- I would guess this uh, correct me if i'm wrong but like the societal pressures that normal even when you go to like par- parties with people or anything that those things come with it so it's almost like just that break while still having the social interactions um so scott and you're just you saying- talking weird voices Oh, uh, some some sometimes what happens is uh as the internet it's like saying like no man you got too much stuff going on or something like that I don't know shit happens mm-hmm, like that, mm-hmm. um yeah it's a pain <laughs> in the ass we're still working guys it's, I think YouTube is kind of oh the video is kind of also impacting a little bit but um I'm cu- I'm kind of curious Scott from a military perspective have you mm-hmm. seen soldiers work through their issues like, you know, or like the issues that they may have gotten through a battlefield or anything like that with tabletop.
2: So there were some treatment programs for PTSD, but a lot of the folks who play it's so a lot of gamers are in the military and Matt knows this as well, can speak to this. Uh, There are a lot of gamers who join the military and you're looking at. So for the Army, Marines and Air Force, your MOS, for the Navy, it's your NEC, what what your job code is. Normally, you're going to find those folks in very specific job fields, and so it's kind of the to get a group going. It's a little bit easier if you know those groups, or if you're part of them. But you also can't dismiss things. I've played uh, I played uh, Dungeons and Dragons eh, forward with two Navy SEALs, and they were just giant nerds. They're just giant nerds who are really good at running and jumping and shooting and murdering people, right? <laughs> and for them, D D was it's just right? People are like, "Oh, SEALs They're just like normal human beings, man. That's all." But for them, it was like it was for them. It's kind of like the video game side of like they didn't give a shit about combat and they didn't bother with high end tactics. They were just like, I'm playing a dwarven cleric, and so I'm going to go and I'm going to turn undead, and We're going to have this role playing session, and so I think for them it was kind of that toning down, like uh, you know um, you would talk about with video games, and then uh, but yeah, for a lot of folks in the military, we're just. You can get people to do almost anything in the military. That's the beauty of being in the military, especially if you're stuck forward somewhere.
3: <laughs> so is there, is there a higher percentage of like people in special forces? I, and I'm going to say SEALs simply because I know that that's what you're probably more familiar with. But I've, I've heard that one of the criteria that when people are being uh, what do you call it? Scrubbed out when they're in the program or trying to, to weed out who's going to go on and become a SEAL, who's not. The key indicator is people who are willing to like teamwork and persevere, right? Push through stuff. Um, and, and there's a whole teamwork dynamic. So, since TTRPGs most of the time focus around teamwork, I was wondering uh, it, it makes me wonder if there's a higher percentage of gamers that may, may actually be in SEALs compared to some of the other units
2: yeah i don't know about higher you know higher numbers um but it's just for the for the for the, the soft community in general individualism it's a weird it's like everything is a competition you know a lot of young folks will hear me say that and it's like it's a joke but it's also true everything is a competition but um you also have to understand your guidelines and <clears throat> you're not competing with the people next to you not like that because everyone has to come home um, that's where a lot of folks don't understand the, the points of washout, you know, it's like, well, I was tired and I, I had to just put my arms down. Okay. Well, you got half your platoon blown up because you were weak and that's why you're going home and you're never going to do this job until you can learn how to get past stuff like that. And so I don't think there's more, there's not a predominance of folks who play, but there might be, there might be an unta- untapped pool in, in that community, but it, again, it depends because it's like not everyone in the soft community is a shooter. So, uh, you know, you got that. It's a a navigational thing where, yeah, you have your operators who are shooters, but then the shooters have to have support. So you got the support staff, and that's where you're going to, you'll also find a lot of gamers um, who are just, like I said, I'm I'm one of those rare kids who's, you know, I can run, jump, shoot guns, and all that shit. And I grew up hunting, and it's like I just also had to be a giant dork, um, which in my job field, it worked out really well. So that was, (laughs) it made my career what it is. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. That's a really hard one to, to answer. Um, Just military in general, you get people from all over the world that join. Um, see, I don't know.
1: I think one of the things a lot of people who, uh, who aren't in the military don't like get is, so I was, I was in the army national guard, but I was deployed and stuff like that. But, um, the combat MOSs or combat jobs, like, when I asked my dad why he never went infantry or anything like that, he's like, I don't like playing pretend all the time. And that's what they do. Yeah. That's what a combat MOS does. <laughs> yeah. combat job is. They and, and like SEALs, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. the, the Navy doesn't have a ton of combat ones, but the Army's mostly combat with a little yeah. bit of support. And that's what they do. They play pretend. That's their job is to play pretend. FTX, FTX, FTX. <laughs> yep. They play pretend. Um, when I was in, you know, it, there was still a stigma around TTRPGs, which I think yeah. is like lifting up because, uh, yeah. you know, I'm a millennial. I, w- I joined in 2004, got out in 2011. So uh, there's still some stigma around it mm-hmm. a little bit.
0: I'm sure that's lifted up. I hope it has. Like it has. Uh,
1: those,
2: but, I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's always going to be there, because especially from the older crowd is like, oh, you play Dungeons yeah. & Dragons.
0: Oh, I cast
2: Fireball. Like, <laughs> all right. You've seen the YouTube video. That's awesome. You know, like for me, it's like, oh, you use a lot of big words. Yeah, because when I was a kid, my grammar teacher was Gary Gygax because I had to learn all these ridiculous words like what a portcullis is. I'm 10. I don't know what a goddamn portcullis is, but I can tell you how to spell it and what it does and how it works, you know, as a 10-year-old. And so now it's like I have this advanced vocabulary and like, well, I look things up because I got in that habit so <laughs> but you know it's, it's like oh you're a nerd because you're always like you're not wrong but but gaming does <laughs> kind of on that on that how gaming helps you gaming helps you grow in that direction too it can make you um oh uh, not smarter but you get can, can give you a, a better wherewithal when you're discussing topics um and you you're really exposed start, to a lot more yeah and you start to mm-hmm. understand a little bit how how, how things you gotta work
1: pretend like you're in other places right like, <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> yeah one of the, the actual plays I watched, Glass Cannon Network, they, oh, yeah. uh, they're they doing a, um, a Delta Green. And one of the things they said in the latest season, I think, at the beginning, was that they really like it because they don't have to pretend like they're in the Middle Ages or in a post-apocalyptic world. They can just be like, I'm going to pick up my cell phone and call somebody. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're playing in
3: now. Like- you know, the funny thing about that is the whole ETU thing. Made me realize how big of a generation gap there is between me and college age kids nowadays. Because hundred percent, I'm like, after the after our mm-hmm. first game, I turned to my wife. I'm like, we totally should've remembered we had phones. We could have been videoing everything because that's what everybody <laughs> does nowadays. Oh, yeah. Which is why in the last in yeah. the last episode, I'm like, film him, film him now. <laughs> it's like get this on camera. <laughs> it's
2: like- yeah, man.
0: I think um, just you're kind of speaking, like saying, you know, it makes, but I think it's true how um, tabletop games also, uh, I don't know, like, I don't know if this is true for everyone, but it allows, I think it it creates an ability for you to see things from perspectives that are not always your own as well. Because you're not playing as yourself. Yeah. You have to think, yeah. what is this person really doing when an average person who doesn't play tabletop games or any, or anything like that, how often do they have to think, oh, this is what this person is thinking. So it might actually give you a little bit more of a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Empathy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 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 yeah.
2: And if you I, play correctly, which which is, I know there's no bad way to play, but there are. If, you, if, you play, if you're a dwarf, if you're a dwarf fighter, if you're a dwarf fighter, but you're Scott, and then you're an elven wizard, but you're Scott, or you're uh, an owl, an owl man, warlock, but you're still Scott, you're not really, you're not growing, and so yeah. hmm. that that encouragement needs to happen. But conversely, this is kind of when, when with with Matt and then Rich talking about their anxiety. And how this could help. That's why I get real – like there's – of all the topics we can talk about in in gaming in general, it's the social skills nonsense that really irritates the shit out of me because people have to have this overemphasis on the role-playing part of all this. And I'm like, you're not helping someone at this table who might just have some issues. Just – I'm trying to swear. Just – Fucking stop. <laughs> just for a minute, just stop. Yeah. Let them just tell you what they want to do and you can eke it out. Don't be like, oh, I need to know what you say. But like, well, you just lost a player and you probably, you know, have driven a human being further into a shell they don't really need because they were trying to uh-huh. reach out the only way that they, they knew at the moment. Yeah. So, well, which is crazy.
0: Um, he- actually, I'm going to bring up something me and you, Finder, were actually talking about a little while ago. And it kind of, it just kind of clicked for me. Cause remember when you asked me, why do I like playing characters that are more of like the Gonzo with <laughs> that or, and I mentioned it's like, cause it's playing the outsider and, um, uh, a little kind of a little known fact about myself. And I don't really talk about this much. Cause I've, I think actually tabletop games have almost made me more comfortable with it, but I, myself, I've always felt like an outsider, no matter what group I've always been in uh i've never really felt like i've belonged here or there or there because i've always just been a very me like i'm me i don't try and hide who i am and i've definitely pissed off people in the past i've definitely and that's just because that this is who i am and uh i think one of the reasons actually why i played the outsider type characters are the weird ones or anything like that it's because i in a way, that's what I'm most comfortable with. And I've never actually made that correlation until right freaking now. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah. I, yeah.
1: I, that's, I hope that's not true for me because I, I like to play the sociopaths. And... <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, They're I just, more fun because you can do whatever you want. No, you no. It's, it's, you it's you the want. goblins.
0: Like, and he might be a soci- sociopath. You never know. <laughs>
3: yeah. You know, the funny thing is, though, I think that's the one thing that I really love about role-playing games themselves is you get to try on different hats that you normally wouldn't in real life Mm -hmm. for various reasons. One, because you may be a very good moral person. Some, because you know that it's uh, going to get you into trouble, whatever. But, like, one of my favorite games was this Deadlands outlaw game where we just played the most despicable outlaws ever to wear the, the, the marshal of the game was actively trying to kill us because he hated our <laughs> characters so much because they were just horrible, horrible human beings. And he finally succeeded, and we both drew both jokers because he's like, okay, you guys are so bad that you're going to have an increased chance of becoming harrowed. This was under Deadlines Classic, by the way, where you actually started to draw cards and, and all that sort mm. of stuff. And so he shuffled the deck, and... I drew both jokers, and my uh, my friend, his wife, drew both jokers. He's like, "Oh crap! You mean these characters still aren't done?" We're like, "Nope." <laughs> <laughs> so it was just it was a fun game because we got to be somebody absolutely so far removed from who we actually are. It was fun. Didn't in that game two
0: of you become harrowed just from sheer uh-huh. chance and luck? That's yep. It was. <laughs> it,
3: it was it was great. <laughs> Uh, I don't Uh, think I've ever
1: played with a Harrowed before Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) they can be fun they can be fun I've
1: seen them played but like yeah I just got done with a year long Deadlands campaign and uh, yeah it was a lot of fun but we didn't have any Harrowed they were trying to like build an empire in in uh, Denver and uh, I ended it with them going out to California and fighting some eldritch monster nice um, that sucked brains out and they put it in an automaton. And... <laughs>
2: That's right. I do know this story, actually.
0: Ooh, yeah. I, I love how it could start yeah. off where you're just like, oh, this sounds really kind of like wholesome and good. And it's like, yeah, I'm gonna get the brains sucked no. out. You know, it's...
1: no, no, no. So I, I randomly <laughs> rolled. So the thing like instantly killed people, it was this big Eldritch monster. And I randomly rolled and they had some NPCs that they had. And they also like picked up some soldiers along the way, because one of them was a soldier. And I just randomly rolled, and it was like their best friend NPC got picked up and just had his brain sucked out, like uh, yeah. like the bug. I, I kind of like had nice. it like modeled after the bug worm in uh, uh, what's that? What's that movie? Um, oh, Khan? Uh,
2: what?
1: No, it, Wild Wild West well, or what? Starship Troopers. Uh, the brain bug. Oh,
2: oh the just, big like, one. Suck people's brain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah. But anyway, the thing blew up, and I was like, if you roll two raises they're like can we find his brain i'm like if you roll two raises you can find his brain our weird scientist rolled like five raises <laughs> like, <"Okay."> <laughs> <laughs> you found his brain now he's in a scorpion and his kids can still hug him. <laughs> but now no nah, I, I usually don't let two too hardcore <laughs> stuff in my games um the escapism too yeah
2: that's yeah
1: i ain't think about that to be honest like that that mm-hmm. is a big part of it and we were talking about it before the the podcast was um video games I, I haven't played video games because they're just not i don't i don't get nearly as immer- in it, as immersed like n- not even close like i can just be sitting here with y'all playing on on theater of the mind and i'm way more immersed than the best graphics mm-hmm. you can throw at me like yep. it's it's crazy
0: yeah i feel like video games are almost more of a time killer than an actual like like i don't know i used to either just become brain dead for a little bit if i've had a stressed day but like if someone <laughs> was like you want to play tabletop instead i would i would rather do that it's even though it's more mentally stimulating and i just want to shut off my head i would still in a heartbeat pick that
1: well well see i'm, I'm a software engineer for a living so like all day, I'm just my. I'm problem solving all day. My brain is just going all day. So shutting off my brain and like painting some miniatures or something for my games mm. is amazing. It's like, you know, some people got their woodworking. Some people actually paint pictures and stuff like that. And I paint miniatures
3: that I print out. Oh, yeah. oh no, it's definitely. I, true. I've got a couple of miniatures that I need to paint. I just haven't started yet. You still like haven't keep started. Out of job, anyway. No, I've Steven, got. I've got them. I even
2: have paint. Leave them gray. Leave them gray. It's <laughs> <to> your imagination.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just started slap chop. That whole like speed paint
3: with the the dry br- the gray and white dry brushing. Oh yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm addicted to it. It's See, so whenever whenever you say that, though, I can't help help but think of that uh, the, exactly that commercial. <laughs> it's like that infomercial.
1: <laughs> I don't know why he named. I don't know why the YouTuber named it that, but okay.
2: I, uh, I, I think I know, that's how the, the dragon Dragonlance Go ahead. Uh,
0: I want to get off topic here for a while, but okay, you remember oh those like be like Vince and slap life away? You heard that, right? You've probably heard that at the end <laughs> yeah. of the commercial. Do you know what he was arrested for?
2: Yeah, there's a comedy video from College Humor about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of the funniest uh, he, videos I've ever seen in my life. He was—he
0: definitely was like Vince, and he slapped a hooker, and uh-huh. then got his ass completely beaten up by the hooker, and then he was in prison for uh-huh. soliciting. And I'm just like uh-huh i'm just thinking i was like and, and i remember hearing that i was like that's funny and then i remember that commercial came on because they still played it because you know whatever and i just heard the last engine's like be like vince and slap life away and i'm thinking oh my god that's that's uh i don't know if we should be like vince guys
2: <laughs> she bit his she damn near bit his tongue off is what really
0: happened. <laughs> <laughs> yes wow
2: yes oh yeah so you know don't don't fuck with oh. ladies. Some days,
1: <laughs> I, I just I just had to look up who that was.
0: That, that guy got when was this? When did that happen?
1: Uh, oh, this was
2: a long geez, time was ago. Early nineties. Yeah. No.
0: No. 90s, no. 90s? The Vince was two thousands. Like, yeah, I think it was uh, mid two thousands or early 2010s thousand
2: um, and ten. I'm old. I mean, but he's yeah, the
1: took
0: over. He's uh, the one that took over when Billy Mays died. Uh, yeah, uh, you can never yeah, so, you yeah. can never replace Billy Mays though. Come on. Yeah. Bam. I, I did he passed away from uh what is know. it? I think I think him is cocaine.
2: I had no clue. Yeah, pretty sure no it's cocaine. I mean, Off yeah. topic. Yeah, there is that, a video. But... The, yeah, I want to say college Chimber did do a video of Vince going to jail and it is I'll put it I'll put it in the podcast stuff. So it's funny as fuck. <laughs> It'll be in the description. Yeah. I'll watch I will watch that video over and over again because He's he's just trying to sell things in prison. It's amazing. <laughs>
0: oh. Just because we're on nerd humor, I know we're going really off topic, but what was that one college humor one where it was, was there what's that? Where no, it was? Uh, yeah, go ahead. It was uh, <laughs> Batman, but I think it was Batman or where it was like a really, really stupid version of Batman. I don't know if you guys remember why was, that. Why, why are you talking
3: like that? Talking like <laughs> we're <laughs> trying out different voices.
0: Oh, am I getting all? (laughs) Well, like there's the,
3: the, yeah. Oh no, no, no! The Batman, the Batman thing from College Humor, the one that the one that I'm familiar with. That is, he's like on a rooftop with Commissioner Gordon, and he's talking different ways throughout. And Commissioner Gordon's like, "Why are you talking like that? Why are you talking like that?" I'm trying to talk like a bat. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: think it was the same one, and the one I'm remembering was like Batman never kills, and then he throws his like uh, his little batarang thing. And ends up like killing someone, and they're like, "But you just killed someone!" No, he's sleeping. He's just sleeping. Oh, yeah. it, he keeps on breaking necks. <laughs> he just assumes that they're always sleeping. But um, a little bit on top, back on topic here. Um, so it was actually something, Matt. You kind of said that I kind of want to uh, point on, and if you guys have any opinions on this, but do you think uh, tabletop games? Will also help people who may be uh, bad at uh, decision making or people who need those skills to learn how to better solve problems, either in their lives or issues as well. Do you think that could uh come into it? I
1: think so. Yeah. Um, it depends on the game, obviously. You know, there's some games that, you know, there's no problem solving at all, but, um, <laughs> <D&D>. <laughs> I mean, there, there's really not. Like, I, no, I, you're I've gotten that in my games. Yeah. I actually do that in my Savage Worlds games because it's too swingy. If I make a big monster, like my my players know that they got to figure out how to how to kill that monster because I don't want them just to launch. Because I got one dude who two shot at a six wound creature his first Oof. game. Oof. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'd spend all the time Pathfinder
2: fixed that problem
3: with <laughs> w- w- wounds cap.
2: Yeah. Uh not wound cap, but it's the other one where uh the big bad can't take more than one wound no matter what. Oh wow. If you have the right creature, yep, it has a cap of one wound. So no matter if you roll a 3000, one wound. Tough shit. Hmm. Do better. So-
1: yeah. <laughs> it kind of sucks I just make, but I just, make, I, I just make little puzzles like they got to figure out like yeah it came from the if you've read the deadlands like uh the back of the book it started with the aztec mummy he's got yeah, the yeah. jade stone under his tongue yeah and it started with that and i just ran from there and I actually had it on that big eldritch mantra i was talking about i didn't factor into the count that they bought 120 sticks of dynamite <laughs> and <laughs> ended up just like I did have a weakness on that thing but they ended up just throwing all that dynamite all oh, overboard man. and in an airship and found its weakness <laughs> cut, cut off the head. head. <laughs> it's
2: so you much know, damage.
3: It, it does bring up a something that I, I was noticing and that is like the old D&D, the mm-hmm. AD&D 1E uh with Gary Gygax. The idea was to challenge the players not the characters. Mm-hmm. And so that's why you had puzzles that mm-hmm. were player facing that may be completely unrelated to anything that their character would actually even know about because it may have to do with like knowledge that you have of the real world, mm-hmm. right. um, and, and so you had those puzzles that were there to challenge the players. And nowadays, it seems more that we are trying to challenge the character rather than the players. Like,
2: well, we well, we actually, didn't originally, ahead, yeah. Man. I mean, the thief wasn't a a real character class in the very first edition. Everybody was a thief because you better pokey poke the goddamn floors and walls if you don't want to (laughs) die. And, you know, but yeah, that started changing, so...
1: It's so hard to to develop a good um, puzzle or something the players got to figure out, too, though, because you know, if you do it wrong, they're going to be stuck. You can't let them be stuck, so you got to have something that yeah. They should be able to figure out, but then you can just kind of keep ramping up, like ramping up the clues until finally yeah. you're just like, this is the spot. Go shoot them there. Yeah. You know, after
3: 30 minutes. You know, that was one thing that I really, so one of the best DMS that I ever knew was my brother, my older brother who got me into gaming. Um, and one of the things that he did in one of his games was he had a, the, the characters were looking for a map and he had, he'd, made the map and he cut it up into like four different sections so they had to go to different places to find the map but then he also took like some parchment paper or whatever and put it over the map and so it looked like a blank piece of paper until you held it up to a certain light and then you could see what he'd drawn come through that layer that he'd put on top and then once you had all the pieces together they all had to sit there and hold the map together so you could see what what it looked like and how you had to travel and or where you had to go and all that sort of stuff and i was like that's really cool but I never do that sort of stuff. It also I'm start
1: doing that now. It sounds like it sounds like some escape room stuff. Like yeah, yeah. I'm a start doing well, yeah.
0: It also reminds me when <laughs> yeah, we were playing well, Everon. Is... There, Scott, uh, you gave us yeah. all those newspaper clippings and all that stuff, and you're like, solve it. Mm-hmm. And we just sat there. We're like, we're not smart enough to do this, but we we tried. I think we did we yeah you guys
2: made your conspiracy board so that oh, yeah. uh, this is a completely way off topic but this is also one of my problems with where where rich is going is uh no one is a wizard in real life with an 18 intelligence which is about 180 iq it, in game terms D D already put head put it out originally in first edition that's about a 180 iq with someone who controls the forces of magic so like matt was saying is your wizard knows far more about the universe and the world they inhabit than you ever can. And so that's why you see a lot of the challenge of characters versus challenge of players Um, because you're not a thief. Like if a gamer could tell me how a fucking lock actually was picked in real life without looking it up on YouTube, I'd be shocked. Or if you could tell me, you know, like with, with uh, some systems, like dungeon world, and a few others is like, I stab you with a paring knife as a fighter with about a blade that big. I do D10 damage. I hit you with a mace and it's a D10 damage. Well, that's not fair. Clearly, one blade is bigger. And that's not how that's not how death works, and that's not how professional killers work. You're trained to murder people, and you can't wrap your head around it. And so, I think all of that really blends into why you have to challenge the players. And it's super unpopular opinion with gamers, but it just you know, or with a lot of people are like, well, I want to be challenged as a player, but you don't because you can't, not sufficiently. You can't. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like Matt said, you got these puzzles and like your character has to be the one that solves this at some point, but you're not going to do it. Mm-hmm.
3: You know, you know, that was, no, the I one do thing try
1: that to was... make
2: oh, go, go ahead, mm-hmm. go ahead, Matt.
1: Yeah. I was going to say, I do try to make it to where the players do solve yeah. it. Like you see like a little hint of like with the Aztec mummy, I'm like, yeah. you knock him back and you see like a little green under his tongue. And I just kept kind of ramping up those things. And yeah. I think with that one, since it was the first one, I ended up saying that there's something under his tongue. You got to get out before you can kill them but after that they started figuring out and started enjoying the puzzles quite a bit
3: nice the the interesting thing is you also have to know your group of players that you're with because my kids uh i play with my kids and my my brother-in-law and his wife and we are doing desert of desolation and there's a big puzzle piece (laughs) to that we have to like figure out what this text says and it's like a completely made up language or whatever Um, well I say language it's characters right because it's still English but they have to figure that out and fortunately I had a mixed bag of players because I had two or three that were really into figuring out what that says and the other ones were like okay you all sit there and look at that wall for for an hour we're going to go explore this dungeon so we went off and they killed stuff and they came back and and Rusty and my daughter, like, okay, we think we've got it. And yeah. they said what they thought it was, and they were really pretty close. Yeah. Um, but those two had a really good time deciphering that. But then at the same time, later on, my daughter's like, okay, I don't want to go through all that again. So I'm just going to roll my <laughs> dice to see if it's
2: all like, okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, yeah. That's it's funny. A, It's a hard one. But like, Matt did a good thing because you were eliciting, you, if you elicit the questions, that's the, best i think you can hope for right of like i'm putting the cl- clues and i need to i hate saying the word teach but a lot of gamers need to be taught to think that kind of abstract like here's a room i'm describing i need you to not ask can i do something but like hey i you said there was a, a hint of green i'm going to use notice to see what it is like can I make it out you know with, mm-hmm. with notice and then you go from there and then they, that should get those juices flowing but yeah
1: yeah, that was their first time, so they didn't even know to like do that. You know, it was yeah. they just kept hitting this mummy, and it never got her. Ninety-nine <laughs> percent
2: of all role-playing games, they just <laughs> ah, I hit you, I I do damage. I hit you, I miss. I hit you, I do damage. You hit me, you miss. It just <laughs> Welcome to tabletop. Luckily, that
0: that reminds <laughs> me so much of my rippers game when uh, everyone like I had illusions right for this ghost and. They kept on like they kept on swinging at it with cold iron, which is bad for ghosts, right? And it wasn't doing too much. And they're like, "Why isn't this working? Why isn't this working? These things are like illusions or something, not even real ghosts." So it's like they finally caught on. And then thirty seconds later, it's like, "Man, I don't know. Maybe it's not cold iron. Maybe we need silver." And I'm just like, "You're like right there. You're so close." <laughs> <laughs> That's good
2: though.
1: That's good. I mean, sometimes, sometimes as a game master, you just kind of be like, "Gotta." be out of character and just yeah that's it you know when they hit on it don't let them keep digging themselves in the hole and just be like yeah this is it yeah you got it yeah keep doing that (laughs) or reward them in game terms is kind of where i've started leaning but yeah you gotta sure you're it's not necessarily teaching the players but you kind of got to get that groove going with the players you can't just jump into a a one shot Mm -hmm. um at a con or something oh, like that. Man, i do do that though but i make it much easier to figure out like yeah if think, they can't figure it out i'll just tell them yeah
0: because yeah, uh you met yeah. scott at a con right or did you know mm-hmm. scott before mm-hmm. what was it jeff con mm-hmm. right
1: yeah it was a jeff con
2: yeah jeff con yeah yeah this last year okay.
1: yeah yeah, I sat next to him, and like I was late to first game. At game so that's right, and, and I was, <laughs> nobody would let me ride the spider pig so, or spider goat. <laughs> <a> spider goat <laughs> um, that's right. Uh, and then I played in his uh, is DCC Neon Blood game, which mm-hmm. was a lot of fun. And right before that, I actually bought um, weird Frontiers Collector's Edition. Yeah, I forgot the yeah. name I yeah. But Apparently, that dude just lives a few miles
2: south of me, so... Oh, that's cool. Nice. Yeah. Just ship at his house. What do be good.
3: Game designers love that. <laughs> when
1: that happens. I got a cool table, man. I tried to talk people to people to my house. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, you've you you shown us pictures of your table, and it was so damn cool. I'm so jealous of your table. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> it's a, It's one of those bucket list item things that I had built
1: custom. Nice. But... Yeah, so jealous. I got to replace the LEDs in it, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's full, full custom cherry wood drop It's dropped deeper than most, um, gaming tables. So, yeah. uh, be, like I said, I was a board gamer for a long time, but yeah. I don't play those as much anymore because fun board games are hard to teach. And then you got to <laughs> play a bunch of games before everybody knows how to play. Whereas I can teach somebody a PTRPG in like 15 minutes um, but the, the whole idea was to make it deep, so I could like save games, long yeah. games, and uh, yeah, it's. Yeah. I, I'm happy with it.
2: That's Look, Arca- Arkham Asylum only takes about an hour and a half to set up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I just bought the Arkham Horror uh, card game. So what's oh, funny? Yeah, is was, it, was of the it, biggest
0: disappointments it, I've had.
2: If you've never game. played Arkham Asylum, I'm not exaggerating on the setup time. <laughs>
0: Jesus, how how is that? But it's amazing. I've heard heard good things about. I haven't
1: played the card game. I haven't played yet. I was actually pretty disappointed with the uh, the board game. Oh really? It it was supposed to be good. It just I don't know. It's it's
2: yes, that is the weird thing about it is like, and it's got a pseudo game master vibe to it, and so Mm -hmm. it's like that can really ruin it. Cause it's like, no, I need yeah. you to be spot on with your Cthulhu lore and make this creepy as shit. Cause we're all sitting there with bright lights on the stupid board, but we have to see read cards. And all that <laughs> <I> know, <so. laughs> yeah. But I've heard, yeah. I've
1: heard the, 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 the card game kind of simplifies a lot of that. Oh, nice. That, just the silliness that kind of goes along with the board. Game. Yeah. But yeah, some like more, uh, one of my yeah. favorite games is Marvel legendary. And um, that is, it's not hard to set up. It's, it takes about an hour to put away though. Oh, Cuz wow. you've got it's a it's a deck building cooperative card game and you've just got hundreds of cards that you've got to like unsort and put Jeez. them back where they were because you mix up your heroes and your villains and stuff like that when you play and it's it's rough.
0: So,
2: Damn.
1: yeah, I can just put the table back on and walk away and do it
3: tomorrow.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, I should never complain about Yeah, want you a game table.
3: Yeah. Well, uh, Risk Legacy. Is it? Is it Legacy? The one that is uh, where you actually destroy the board? I mean, as as things yeah. happen, you, the board yeah. changes. Yeah, yeah. So that I, was a
2: baller. That was a very cool idea. Well, it was interesting. I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Risk See, I want to play it. I just don't have anybody that would play it with me consistently enough to where it would matter. Well, let's buy it on <laughs> that's Steam that's and a, then
2: we'll delete the file. Is Risk Legacy Oh my God. Team. Is
0: that a good... Okay, I'm checking the risk risk on Steam. Cuz I could actually No, you can't play it. on
2: Steam. Cuz he's not lying. You do destroy the game afterwards. You that's literally the game. You you destroy the game because you're marking on the cards and the board with pens yeah. and shit and so mm-hmm. once you're done, you're done. Oh, that's yeah. weird. There's like a played idea of it. legacy
1: games. There's like a whole movement of everything was legacy for a while. Yeah. But yeah. I haven't played those, but the, the thing gave me the idea was actually Mage Knight which Oh, yeah. Also was I was kinda of disappointed. It was fun, but it was just kind of not as fun as the um the prep took. Yeah. <laughs> like learning the game was very hard. Dude. I'm just gonna throw it. They had the cool
2: miniatures though, right?
1: Yeah. They got yeah. pretty cool miniatures and like castles and stuff that you raid. Yeah. And, I mean it wasn't a bad game. I just spent like eight or nine hours trying to learn the damn thing.
2: Oh and Jesus left. No.
1: It it wasn't a good payoff, but yeah, yeah. the games will literally take three or four days to play because you'd play for 45 minutes at a time and just kind of get burnt out and then just want to come back <laughs> another day <laughs> so
0: I'm just going to throw this out here but uh, on Steam the base version of Risk is free and we definitely yeah. have enough people yeah. in the Discord who would probably be <clears throat> down to play a game of Risk together <laughs> just throwing that yeah, one out that's there
2: true. yeah Get That's you some true.
0: Diplomacy going
2: Oh my god, right? One? Yeah, Diplomacy Solid <laughs> That's a fun one I,
0: Diplomacy
1: I'm good at that because I hate it Yeah, yeah. I, I'm really good at it because I hate it And like, when I play it <laughs> um, He's Diplomacy is all... <laughs> Well, no. though people come to me and be like, "Hey, let's raid this person." I'll be like, "Okay."
0: Yeah, sure. And
1: somebody else will be like, "Hey, let's raid this person." I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And I just do that, and I just do whatever I want. And- I don't need and your I- goddamn secret envelopes.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. If if nobody's familiar with diplomacy, it's it's like risk, except it's all about uh, social manipulation and stuff like that. And I just kind of like agree with everybody, and yeah. Um, <laughs>
2: Take whatever I want. Yeah. Like a, Remind- a neutral evil Switzerland. That's all. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it reminds
0: me of the Game of Thrones game where you kind of do everything a little bit in secret, where you all have these, I think they're tokens or whatever. It's been a long time, but you don't show them until everyone places down what they say, and people kind of talk. And like me and my buddy, we'd always text yeah, yeah. me like, "Okay, this is what we're doing, but we have to look like we're not on a team, so that eventually we can just screw over the person who's closest to us." But
2: yeah. jesus christ i'm not cheating i sent a raven shut up
0: yeah. hey, <laughs> hey hey secret messages happen that, all the time
2: hey that game of thrones <laughs> game is on uh, steam by the way is it look at yeah they have a digital board game on there look at him. Yeah. look at his face he's like some bitch yeah.
0: game of thrones it's gonna start yeah, playing it's on my wish list the role-playing game? Oh, that's not it.
2: I thought the role-playing game. No, no,
0: no. I, don't know. I just saw the no,
2: role-playing game. There's a, there a role-playing
1: yeah, game coming out soon, isn't there?
2: Yeah, they have a board game on there.
0: There's also a Witcher RPG, well, tabletop game out there.
2: Yeah, I've uh, I've perused that book.
0: I've looked at it too. I was pretty neutral on it.
2: Yeah, it was it's just
1: so hard to get. It's just so hard to get people to play the good complex board games and consistently yeah. like like scythe is one of my favorite ones and that takes like an hour to teach and then you gotta play like three one hour games before everybody starts getting or something like root um where i've played 10 games of that and i still barely understand it but it, it it's fun <laughs> it, it's just like it's complex and, um yeah if you don't have like async video game versions it's it's hard to play in real
2: life and the by the time of- you
1: learn you're, you're already bored of it
2: <laughs> yeah see yeah
0: oh my god we could play <laughs> oh, together man. guys
2: i see that shit on <laughs> xbox live <laughs> <laughs>
0: right.
1: but yeah there's another thing about you know with the covid thing and the that going back to the mental health of uh yeah, yeah. just being able to like get on something and like chat with people and talk yep. and oh yeah do stuff with other people and um, I work remote, yeah. too, so having people come to my house and play twice a month is great. And um, I've got somebody moved in close, so we started a uh, Frostgrave campaign, which is a lot of fun, cool. too. So.
0: Yeah, the, the game's a lot of fun. Um, what, like, I hate to say, you know, the one of the bright sides of the COVID with the lockdown, even though I just said it, um, is I think it brought more people into not just like tabletop hobbies but it's almost given people more it's reminded people that hobbies exist and i think that was something that was dying for a long time but more people are getting into those things like even i know like my wife she she got into macrame uh we we do puzzles now in our spare time for fun which i never thought i would say in my entire life
3: You're getting old. If you had a gaming (laughs) table, you could save it. (laughs) No, no, you can't (laughs) save (laughs) them. Where do you get the hair color for your beard? Because I could could do some dye in my beard. Oh, there's none whatsoever.
0: This This is called Ukrainian chic. Actually, I I think <laughs> well, there you go. if you look, there might be a little gray. I can't know can't know if you can see it or anything, but
3: yeah, you might be able gray, to see a little bit but... in mine.
0: Uh oh, no, I don't see any. Yeah, a, little... uh, a little bit. Yeah, exciting. the only person here without a beard is Scott. What the fuck.
2: That's uh, because I'm not allowed to grow one. So.
0: Because <laughs> uh... <laughs> you're. Maybe... Oh, that might be
2: changing this coming years. So yeah, so.
0: Don't We're remind hoping.
2: us. We keep testing. Yeah, it's... Just I
1: miss my hair. <laughs> oh, I went yeah. In the military and... <laughs> yeah, all the
2: stress and shit. Yeah,
1: 100%. I went bald in the military at 23. And, um, huh? Yeah. I had long yeah. hair as a kid. And yep, yep. It just never came back.
2: Yep. That's what I, tell people. I told my daughter. I was like, I had long hair arrogance when I was a young sailor, and then nature <laughs> destroyed it. I was punished. So... I gotta say... I don't mom.
1: mind... I don't I actually don't mind being bald, though, because... It's so easy to get a haircut. I just do it in the shower. <laughs> yeah,
2: super easy. <laughs> and I was
0: going to say, you kind of suit have... it, to be honest. If you just told me that you shaved I your agree. head because yeah. you like it, I would have believed that 100%, <laughs> man. You you're, you look freaking good with a shaved head. I will say that. I
2: appreciate it.
0: I feel like I would look yeah, weird.
2: That, that was just not.
0: <laughs> Some people do. Mm.
1: You never know until you try.
0: Yeah. yeah. Reminds me of that uh, Seinfeld episode where uh, Elaine was – dating a guy who shaved his head uh, just because he liked it and then all of a sudden she's like wow you have this head of hair he's like yeah and she's like you should grow it back so he starts to and as because he kept it completely shaven it starts growing back and all of a sudden he's not growing there and just his confidence just just drops that's basically
1: (laughs) what happened to me Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I shaved my head in the military because I just didn't want to go for haircuts yeah, all the time. Super easy, and then it just never came back, and it's like, yeah. Fuck. yeah, we're constantly <laughs> in dirt
2: and grease, and you got your head covered, and it's yeah. like you clog up those pores, and you're done. Ugh. Yeah, it's so the weirdest shit. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I don't
1: know.
0: I hate to say it, but I'm losing my hair now. I hate it.
2: It happens, man. It's just yeah, it I happens. Know, I know. I know. You just got to know. No one really gives a shit except for shallow people, and not—it's usually the, you know, the, the vapid types and like cool stuff. Yeah,
0: what's your point? I'm vapid. I know it.
2: <laughs> no, not you. <laughs> not you. I love I I love talking to vapid people. It's, <laughs> uh, they're. I don't get to do shit anymore. So now I have to take all my training and, you know, use it as my advantage whenever I can. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: now yeah. uh, I gotta say, even like in the tabletop, going a slightly bit on topic before we go off again for yeah, some reason, please. Um, <laughs> I gotta say one thing that I would say tabletop has definitely given me more than possibly anything else is it's given me a little bit more direction. I don't mean the fact that I'm doing like the podcast or anything like that, but before this, I have I and I still do to some extent. Uh, i have an issue staying focused on one specific thing like i'm in school right now and i think if you asked me even two years ago about staying in school for this period of time without all of a sudden getting distracted and moving on to something else i don't think i would have done it and in fact like i think part of it's actually just the people i've met through tabletop like you scott you've created how many Mm -hmm. games since we started talking finder you're just awesome and Damn you! still got hair at your age. You're like you're beating all of us. <laughs> and no, and you, even you're in that in the process. And Matt, like hell, you've you've from what you've told us, you've changed so much just through uh, from what it sounds like. And if I'm wrong, us, you've become more confident. Before tabletop RPGs, would you have come on a podcast and talked with a bunch of guys who are just literally there to make fun of stuff for ninety percent of the time? <laughs>
1: That's nope. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, I also learned that, you know, uh, like you take those, what is it, uh, Myers Briggs tests? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was always yeah. like INTJ or whatever yeah. the, 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 it is. I, yeah. I consistently hit like uh, extrovert now. Like oh, nice. I'm, not, I'm kind of like in between. I've got to have both uh, realistically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've got to have my time to myself and I've got to like go with other people and hang mm-hmm. out. But um, yeah, I i'm much more extroverted and i like being the center of attention now it's it's, (laughs) it's totally different (laughs) welcome to gme (laughs) (laughs) oh man i I try to do like the big theatric thing and like do the voices and um i want to even like hook up a you know i've obviously got the lighting we were talking about my table but i want to even like hook up a projector and like have that all integrated into like the lighting and the lights behind me and stuff like that um that nice always so have nice. music i always have like ambience playing too
2: so. yeah that's how when i was playing here at the house i have a uh, surround sound in the uh, the room like mm-hmm. now this isn't even was a game room but yeah it was all surround sound we'd throw soundtracks on i would slowly go through like tempos and rhythms and uh and dim lights i had the uh i forgot who makes them but it's the colored lights and you can control it with your phone and so you can dim lighting and change Hugh? colors yeah phillips hughes so i had those hooked up and uh yeah, it was really good. And then we just don't play anymore at the house. So now I just play online because you know, it's faster. Yeah,
3: <laughs> oh, I, I, it I, I don't play. Concert. I don't play in person anymore because I yeah, don't yeah. have a group. <laughs> it's like all my friends are elsewhere.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Memphis has no, not really a lot of gamers. So we're not a big city, not really less than six hundred thousand people. But it's just not a big gaming scene here. It's mostly uh, what do you that shit that Santa likes. Yeah, I moved,
1: I moved. I moved. I'm here. I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. And yeah. I moved from Litterock, uh, which is, mm-hmm. you know, like 150 yeah. miles west of there. Yeah. And yeah, that, that's, yeah. I wanted to get into Warhammer a long time ago, don't. but I couldn't find any bad play. And I, honestly, I really don't like playing online that much. It, mm-hmm. it works if I really have an issue scratch, but there's just something about playing in person that's just so oh,
0: yeah. much different. It, mm-hmm. You it's know, cool. I,
3: I, for me, playing in person is kind of like going to a sporting event where mm-hmm. there is an energy, but yeah. I'm not a huge fan of sports. And so it's like for me to go to a game is rare. I'm, I'm actually going to be going to an NBA game uh, in February because my son's like, hey, Dad, do you guys want to go see uh, the Kings and the Pacers? I'm like, sure. He's like, I'm yeah. buying the tickets. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll have a good time <laughs> with you. But I prefer playing online because it's so much easier for me to – play with dolls <laughs> yeah
2: you're not wrong though right it actually makes them matter we've had this conversation yeah. we had a long drawn conversation on the discord for anyone listening who hasn't taken part of it is uh the the important pieces of the game that you disregard become much more important and tangible on a vtt mm-hmm. but yeah i i mean i like playing in person because i can work a table and i can work human beings It's what my specialty is so yeah i really enjoy that aspect of it but i don't know
0: well, I, I would say I prefer, I've gotten used to. Yeah. I, I like playing as a mm-hmm. player on VTTs a lot more, but I've, I really enjoy GMing in person. I find it a lot more fun. I haven't GMed, I guess
1: I can say yet, the same,
0: but yeah, yeah
2: maybe one day I, I
1: don't. One yeah. Time. I can say the same thing. Like I, I don't, uh, I would prefer to play in person, but I really don't like GMing online. It's just, the prep, I, I way over prep on, on VTT. <laughs> like uh, that. That's
3: how I'm with VTT. I over prep. There's a game that I, I hope we get to. So I'm kicking off. Um, yeah. I'm going to be taking my term in, in the GM seat next Friday. And I've got, a, I've got one scenario that I hope we get to because VTT allowed me to do it a lot easier than I could at a table. Yeah, and it's going to be awesome. I'm okay. looking
2: forward to it. And for Santa, I'm playing a fucking goblin witch. So there you go.
0: Ooh, that's so different from your normal. Actually, I've never played different different. besides GMing you're a GM. That's actually – that'll be a lot of fun. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah.
2: Well, normally I play bards, paladins, and clerks, so – uh, maybe a ranger, but I get too into the weeds of how rangers actually. F- I turn our and D-, D ranger into a special forces operator. and It's just <laughs> <laughs> it, gets, it gets real odd at the table. I'm just like oh, just listen to me. All right, we're gonna stack up. We're gonna go in. I got my crossbow. <laughs> rangers use bows. The fuck, they do. <laughs> I want to the eagle scope mount. <laughs> nice. I have a four grip plus one of accuracy. <laughs> Well, I'm going to have to learn no, how to uh, use yeah. a
0: VTT, though, because apparently... I it's easy. To... I learned it. Yeah, that's true. I'm just kind of lazy. Yeah, you
2: owe us your... Yeah, I, you owe us uh, twink. Twinkie be a the twink. kid.
0: Yeah, you need to be a Twinkie, which... Um, that... Yeah. Okay, um, that's, that, that could of, sound bad. context, it's We're real bad. We're talking about the actual... <laughs> We're actually talking about the hostess Twinkie, the candy, or the chop... Pastry? What, is, what the hell is it even Pastry. pastry? Pastry is it it's a, it's a pastry. pastry. It's a pastry. Yeah, it's We're talking right? about actually being a pastry yeah. and not something that's slang or slur for anything. Um,
2: well, I'm going to be a cream fillin from Low Life, cream in Deadlands. I'm, yep. So I'm I'm very excited. You have yes. no idea. I know. Oh, I know. It'll be a lot of
0: fun. <laughs> <Draw>! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait. <laughs> you better watch your mouth, buddy. Yeah. And if uh Matt you would like to join for that one, you're more than welcome. Um I might actually. Yeah. I don't I don't know if you've that, ever a voice
1: like that is Oh my god. No, But a voice like that, I when I was starting jamming, I was running Honey Heist, and I started oh, yeah. off in a really crazy voice, and I did it. The, my worst game, I ran the same game with four different groups, and my worst game was the people who knew me in real life. Because I started talking like this, like right off the bat! <laughs> yeah. And they had never seen me or heard me talk anything like that before. And um, it just uh. threw off the whole game.
3: Alright, Finder, what's your point? You and I can't... I, I can't do voices. That, that's my huh. problems. I, I can't do voices. And there's this other guy, like my, my brother-in-law, Rusty. He does voices. And he was GMing a Pirates game for us one time. And he busts out this voice. And this, this new guy that we never really played with, he's drunk while we're playing. And he's, like, trying to do voices. And he's like, I can't do the voice. And it's like, it was so distracting for him. I'm like, dude, just. Just dude, use your normal voice. It's okay. We don't care. You, you don't <laughs> need to sound like some some British, British. sailor guy. Because yeah. he kept going into like Australian. And it's like, dude, dude, just stop. Yeah.
1: Headlands <laughs> so and Weird West are, the, are great for me because I've already got a little bit of a Southern accent and yeah. I can do all the Southern accents. So I'm good there. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I can't do, I, I can do um, uh, like some African accents and I can do mm-hmm. some western european accents but like london or ireland or anything like that i just i cannot do that
0: yeah. yep i don't blame you for, for that so i can do a little bit of a french <laughs> accent but that's just because i can speak the language um there you go, i right? can actually do a very similar voice to you matt on that one but <laughs> i don't know it's one of the ones so, four...
2: we'll we're, we're all waiting <laughs> uh,
0: okay um yeah. it's been a long time we'll just Hello, how's it going, there, guys? My name is Santa. <laughs> How does that work? Is that good? Is that good, guys? I think it's good. Love, it sounds like a squirrel. So that's that's, what my, is. that's what my character
1: was. It was a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> that, that'll
0: be Look. the voice for every single one, every single one of the the for that game.
2: I'm just saying, Rich. you got kind of like a. Rich has what? Is it a baritone? Ask your wife; she's a professional. But all you could do is do the. You lower your voice more and talk slower, like the rap Duke from when we were kids growing up, right? And uh, yeah, exactly. And then you have you have your character, perfect.
3: Oh, okay. There's a. There's a. Uh, I have to look that song up again, man. I've not heard that in years, like decades. Yeah
2: as
1: far as voices go there's a youtube uh video it's like do 100 rpg voices or something like that but Mm. he actually teaches you how to do like he at the end Mm. he says like thirty two thousand or something like that because all it is is changing your pace changing your your tone changing just different things and Mm. one of the things that i I watched a lot of guys slanders too and um one of his i think he said he's like he did a woman's voice and he's like it's a terrible woman's voice but it's my woman's voice and my character or my players right, yeah. know that it, um, it's yeah. a woman's voice. It doesn't yeah. really matter what you're doing. Yeah. It's I, I can't do a woman's voice at all, but my players know that when I'm trying to. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Oh, man.
0: But um, we're about hitting the one hour mark. So oh, that's um, great. you guys got anything else to add or think we've
2: uh no I think this proves that gaming can this this episode definitely wraps around like how you can really get around a lot of issues with gaming you know you're going to meet a lot of cool people and you you, yeah they're gonna be super dorky but like you go to a con and you're in the house of your own people and it's weird right it's kind of weird for people to kind of fathom that but it's like and you see the new people who are kind of like, ooh, I don't know what I'm gonna do, and it's like, everyone here's a fucking dork. Just be yourself. We're all <laughs> here because we're nerds. Like we have a passion for this this hobby, um, and everyone is super excited. And I think the more you you get into that, you know, it really helps helps bring that out of people. And it's like, Jesus, man, you you, you learn that there are people of all walks of life who have a similar interest in you, and it really can help just. Really cinch down that it's okay, you know, and everything will be fun, and you're always gonna have someone to talk to.
1: Well, I, it's getting more popular with kids too. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I've heard, um, mm-hmm. like middle schools, I, I think it was just someone read it, I read that uh, they were a middle school teacher, and like one year, their D group club or after school club or whatever was five people and then the next year it was like 50 oh wow was, yeah yeah, it, it, yeah. because of like stranger things and the movie yeah, sure. and then vox yeah. machina and yeah, yeah. critical role and all that stuff that people yeah. watch
2: like it's, i played it's in high school really it was during an era when you get yeah. your ass kicked for playing <laughs> <indie> <laughs> in high school
3: that's the funny thing though you and i had completely different experiences yeah. in the exact same state because i played yeah. in high school and i would go to the pe coach and say look i'm not interested in doing what you're doing i'm going to go play D and in the Ramada, and it was out in the open, everybody can see us, and there'd be like four or five of us sitting there playing D during Phys Ed, yeah. and nobody gave us problems. Um maybe that's because I I was a little bit more punk, but you know. Well, yeah, I didn't have any
2: issues because I confuse people because you know, I'm on all the sports teams, and so there's like <laughs> but we watch you every weekend or every Friday or whatever, I don't understand. <laughs> you're a fucking nerd like i don't understand what's happening but like yeah you can do more than one thing yeah.
0: well one thing i always thought was it's different in really, high school then one thing i always thought was really kind of cool is whenever you get a a new person either in real life or on a, like even online and it's their first experience with a game cuz there's always the exact same thing you can tell at first They're kind of a little bit more reserved. You can tell they're not trying to act like kind of nerdy or something like that. But once they get into the atmosphere and they see everyone else is there to have a good time and doesn't really care about how they're coming off. If they come off dorky or like a loser, nobody cares because they're all there to and up. To kind of be losers together and and it's it's so much fun and I'm only <laughs> really saying losers because you got to admit if you saw any of these people out in the wild without rolling dice or anything you'd be like what are those weirdos doing and it's true but there's it almost is. like a social contract that you're agreeing to where it's like there is zero judgment at our table we are all here for the same purpose right. and it's to have a good time
1: especially yep. playing with a group of friends and you do a weird voice they never right yeah <laughs> <they> <laughs> I, mean, I mean so that that that's like a gm tactic that i read about you know it was my first game so i'd read a lot and it, it does work is you start off with just this crazy voice or something like that to really loosen up the table and kind of get everybody on the page of like yeah. hey it's okay to be weird and yeah act weird and do weird shit but you know when you've known people for like 10 years and Super, you know. have heard you. Yeah, exactly. Right, <laughs> you know.
2: I'll say this. So a point of advice, there's a point of advice for people who are, have to work with people who don't really get gaming or whatnot. You can do what I do at work. And like, I know sports, I just don't give a shit about sports. And so when they start talking about their fantasy fucking teams, I remind them that that is, in fact, the nerdiest shit you could talk about when you say my team and my players. And then I'll ask them shit like, oh, what happened? And like, oh, they made a touchdown. And this how much time was left. Like, oh, fuck. it's not like they had plus one fucking laced shoes of speed to make that catch. And they're just like, come on, bro. Why do you do this? I'm like I don't know what they're using. Like they have like gloves of attachment in order to keep the ball, <laughs> or how how is this working? Oh. Like was it the Elven team? They have their Fey blood in some of their players, and the guys were like, "All right, your point served." And I'm like, "Yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, exactly." Oh, oh, this
0: this has been a night, night.
1: that worked. You're kind of a big dude, and you're high ranking. So,
3: <laughs> I will but say though, your, your version of fantasy football sounds a lot more interesting. I'd probably get into that game. Yeah, Blood Bowl, oh, the RPG. Actually, Blood
1: Bowl. <laughs> exactly. I, I've tried to get into fantasy sports, and yeah. uh just because it's nerdy as hell, and I just don't care enough about sports to keep up. Yeah, exactly. I just, yeah, don't I just gotta give get, a shit get into anymore. was it
0: Blood Bowl or like Guild? I think it's Guild Ball. I've, I've played Blood Bowl.
1: Yeah, Man, Blood Bowl. Well ball's fun. I've played it's it a different
0: PC, goal,
2: oh, different, Oh. I have like a,
1: even even like I, uh MMA uh, UFC stuff. Like I love watching it. I love oh yeah, it, yeah. But I don't I don't keep up with it enough to like yeah. do the fantasy no, stuff. No, I
2: just want to watch everyone beat the dog piss out of each other. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll keep it. up
1: with like major major yeah. winners and stuff
0: like that. But
2: you guys just gave me an idea. of shit.
0: Well, don't we always <laughs> give you ideas <laughs> <that> was... <laughs> I have a feeling you it's do. sports related, you but do. I don't think it's. Is it fantasy? Yeah, it's fantasy. Okay. No, no, not fantasy. Okay. No. Nope. I'm trying to read. Okay. Oh, my God. So, oh, sports? No, it's
2: fine. Can't wait. I need to wrap up the other five PBTA, projects that it? are currently.
0: Good. <laughs> oh! <laughs> See, it's so much easier. To do. Oh, my God. I'm so good at this game. <laughs> okay, folks. And on that if note, <laughs>
2: <laughs> if there's one thing pbta does well it's allowed me to have a true creative freedoms
1: <laughs> yeah, that's very true there's a pretty there's a pretty popular uh wrestling like like hulk hogan type wrestling yeah, yeah worldwide worldwide wrestling,
0: wrestling. Yep. yeah um I not something i'm interested in but
2: yeah, a you're a rookie Yep. you made the offer you didn't tell
0: i know i know <laughs> my next game i'm telling them i'm telling them if anyone are listening to us right now next game i'm telling you guys what you're playing maybe but anyways it's vampire soccer that's what it is uh but no, um, next that, game no, we're playing well, monster hearts <laughs> no 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 i'm never playing that game either uh but anyways on that note folks i think that's all the time we have for today uh matt thank you so much for joining us it's been a blast i've had a lot of fun um and, yeah it was fun yep and <laughs> if you ever want to hop back on uh you're definitely welcome this has been very fun and very exciting Shit. yeah yeah
1: just give me a ping on discord yeah, um, man.
0: Uh, yeah. i'll let you know what we're yeah doing. it's been a lot of fun yeah
1: it's the first time i've been on a podcast too so
0: well, it's not yeah, gonna be yeah, your last cool. though
1: <laughs> oh. Man, i got the whole setup i just never got around to it. <laughs> editing
0: <laughs> Editing's rough yeah well if you ever got a free week just let let us know and i'll let you know what the topic is that's all it takes uh, okay. but well, I, when, and, when, I,
2: when i pcs we'll talk to you <laughs> um but anyways thank you all
0: for joining me today uh if you like this episode you can give me uh like in the corner of the whatever the YouTube thing is called I don't think you can yeah over there yeah but, uh, what is that uh, thing? There's, there's like a subscribe the, button like, here to learn that stuff no, something there, up there, here uh, send us a comment about your stories of uh, how you've overcome stuff with RPGs that would be actually pretty awesome maybe we'll share them uh, with the audience at some point uh, but anyways thanks folks and I hope you guys have a good week see you next time bye bye Later. See you.